Hello friends and good day. This is JJ from the Different Stages Radio Studio with an all new episode of Different Stages Radio after sort of a week absence, even though there was the big three and a half hour episode for the Iron Maiden parking lot special extravaganza. If you haven't checked that out, it's a lot to digest. I had a lot of fun doing it. Didn't expect it to go as big as it did being, you know, three and a half hours you know, covering at least one track from every Iron Maiden studio album, along with various B-sides and live tracks, covering the Diano era, Dickinson, of course, and Blaze Bailey as well. So hopefully you enjoyed that and you had a good time seeing um, Iron Maiden recently. Whether you saw them or you're about to see them at Power Trip, if this is a brand new episode for you today, Power Trip hasn't quite happened yet, but maybe you saw one of the three Western Canadian dates in Edmonton, Calgary, or Vancouver. I was at the Vancouver one. Probably heard a bit of my voice because the show was last night and I'm feeling a bit raspy from doing some singing and screaming. So um, this episode here, you may have seen that I was alluding to it last week, that this episode is all bands yet to be featured or played on different stages radio. So there you have it. So we'll, I'll do a quick recap of the, the start of the show and then give you some um, little little tidbits of things to come. But back to Maiden, you know, congrats to people that won tickets. We had some contests going on. We had two uh, listeners that won each won a pair of tickets to the show. And we have a lot of contests going on in, on the uh, differentstagesradio.com site. If you go to the contests and giveaway tab, You'll see that coming up, uh, doing doing the announcement actually today, the winner's finding out. Contest closed on the 2nd of October, going to notify the winners um, on the day of release of this show, October 3rd, to let them know that they're going to go see Avatar in Vancouver at the Commodore Ballroom, courtesy of our friends at Live Nation Western Canada, Live Nation British Columbia. And then we also have coming up, uh, giving away tickets to... Uh, Protest the Hero, they're going to be playing in Vancouver soon, uh, as well as Suicide Silence and Chelsea Grin, so you can go see contests going on for that, as well as Catatonia coming to Vancouver late November. So, backtrack to things that were spun at the beginning of the show, I opened today with some brand new live Firewind, I Am The Anger from their brand new uh, double live or live uh, CD and DVD Blu-ray package. Live in Greece, 20th anniversary, so spun some Firewind for the first time, along with, I can't believe I didn't play, haven't played any Saxon yet, so played some Saxon, Man and Machine from Lionheart that recently had an anniversary, followed that up with some Doro, or sorry, no, followed that up with some Udo, sorry, my bad, from the, his, new, his new album Touchdown, you heard the title track, Touchdown, and then wrapped up that first set with some Doro from uh, Calling the Wild that recently celebrated its 20th anniversary birthday thing so played you rip me apart doro so all that stuff bands played for the first time on different stages radio so we're going to keep things moving later in the show uh we got the indie spotlight as well as the interview that i did a couple of weeks ago that we're going to premiere today you can listen to it in of course audio form on the show but there's a separate um video of the of the interview as well which you can find on youtube that was me chatting with uh, Shane Connery Voke from One Bad Son. 
They just released a new single uh, just last week called I Come Alive, and we'll be talking about that and playing that later in the show. But for now, here's something brand new to the show. This is Patriarchs in Black on Different Stages Radio.
nervous and my doctor says to me Boy, that ain't nothing that a pill won't cure
Hello again and welcome back. I'm JJ. This is Different Stages Radio. And I'm enjoying today's show so far because it's nice to touch on a bunch of artists and bands that I've yet to play on the show. So that last set in reverse order, you heard some Monster Magnet. Going back to Mastermind, you heard Dig Dot Hole. Played some Cathedral from Supernatural Birth Machine. Touched on some Cyclops Revolution. And then Vancouver's own Spell. Released an album last year, Tragic Magic, came out October of 2022, played Ya Fever Dream, and started that set off with some up-and-coming stuff that's actually, well, very likely out by the time you hear this, coming out on October 6th. Uh, you heard Patriarchs in Black, you heard Dead or Dying, um, yeah, new album. I don't know um, much about them, other than, you might want to know this, that uh, John Kelly from Typo Negative and also Danzig and most recently Kill Devil Hill he is a part of the band so that again is Patriarchs in Black on Different Stages Radio and I also wanted to remind if you're brand new to the show listening to this for the first time or still getting acquainted still you know we're, this is 25 episodes in still taking some shape working on some more interviews and reminding you that later on in the episode we'll have an interview with Shane Connery Vogue from One Bad Son but also wanted to remind you that everything that is played on this show if you go to differentstagesradio.com you can find complete track listings for every episode within the show itself so if you go to the the archives shows where you can listen to every show you'll also see within that the playlist so if you want reminders of what was played what was not you can also even just use the search key uh, on the different stages radio site and it'll bring up everything related to a certain band so whether it's a story we're touching on or they were played on a certain episode, it'll lead you directly there. So in case you forgot, oh, what episode was that interview on? So rather than searching all the stuff, you can just do a search with the search function and find out right away. And with all that stuff too, so everything that's played, you can purchase, and everything that you purchase directly supports different stages radio, and of course supports the bands, gives you some real product to display and listen to on your leisure. Okay, so, so, I will move on to, how have I not played Bullet Boys yet? Let's do some Bullet Boys, Different Stages Radio.
good hard rock AOR block on different stages radio. Some Angel. Yeah, Angel from the 70s. You probably remember Angel. They put out a new record this year, if you didn't know. Once Upon a Time, played you the torch. Yeah, played you some Angel. And then also related to Angel, some Jufria, yet to be played on different stages radio. Went back to the Silk and Steel album, played you radio. And then before that, hey... 25 episodes in, this is the first time playing some Jovi on Different Stages Radio. And if you can believe it, New Jersey recently celebrated a 35th anniversary. And I would say if you know those those big 80s Jovi albums, of course everybody goes to Slippery, which has arguably the biggest songs. But I really like 7800 as a whole, thought that was probably the best complete Jovi album and then I'd probably go New Jersey as far as complete Slippery good good songs but I don't know if it's a great album so what do you think do you do you or is there some later Jovi albums do you like like do you like Crush is that one you dig there's some good stuff on there these days had a few solid tracks on it as well so so good to play some Jovi and then uh, some Bullet Boys as well hadn't played some Bullet Boys yet on the show so nice to get that done I'm sure I'll be playing some Bullet Boys in future episodes, but went back to the debut album that uh, also recently celebrated um, anniversary. And this this is what's interesting. That um, debut uh, Bullet Boys album and New Jersey released on the same day back in 1988. So played you some Bullet Boys, did some, yeah, Hell on My Heels, and uh, yeah, watch out for some later Bullet Boys in future episodes because they're still putting out records if you don't know and their last couple have been quite enjoyable. So now to bounce to another part of the show because again, this is Different Stages Radio. So we can do melodic stuff. We can do some uh, doomy rock stuff that we did earlier. We did some power metal earlier. And now we're going to go into maybe some proggy, ethereal kind of stuff. So for the first time on Different Stages Radio, let's do... Well, some say potato, I say anathema, but for you, it's probably anathema on different stages radio. Just could be 
Welcome back to Different Stages Radio. I quite, quite enjoy stuff like that, just to kind of cleanse the palate, get into a different zone. That was some Merker uh, from um, from Norway, Merid, Meridit. The track you heard was Crown. A new Merker album is just around the corner, so looking forward to that. Good to play that on the show for the first time. Uh, before that, Bruce Seward. You may know Bruce from The Pineapple Thief. He has a brand new solo album that just came out, uh, Luminescence. You heard Dear Life. Before that, some Ivor from the Faroe Islands. Spends time in Iceland. Uh, going back to the Sior album. I'm bad with these these um, album titles of, of Norwegian and Scandinavian titles. So again, I you know I, I butcher them brutally, so I apologize for that. Track you heard was Salt. And uh, started that track uh, with some anathema, anathema from We're Here Because We're Here, You Heard Angels Walk Among Us. Nice set of some good headphones stuff, you know, some good space 
good textures, good moods. And um, something that did put me into a good mood was a couple of weeks ago on um, mid-September, did an interview with Shane Connery Voke, front dude from One Bad Son, Canada's own One Bad Son. They've been kind of on hiatus, couple member changes, just released a new single this past Friday on September 29th called I Come Alive, which I'll be spinning in a short bit on the show. But um, just uploaded today, you can find it on YouTube. You can go to uh, the Different Stages Radio YouTube page and you can find an interview that I did with Shane if you want the visual experience. But as a part of this audio-only show, I'm going to include the audio performance of the interview first, followed by a couple tracks, and then a couple more ideas before the show is out. But for now... Here we go. Here's my interview I did with Shane Connery Vogue from One Bad Son. Hope you enjoy it with a couple One Bad Son and related tracks to follow. Here we go. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to Different Stages Radio. I am JJ, and I'm very proud to announce that this week's guest on Different Stages Radio is front person, lead band extraordinaire, shall I say that? Shane Connery Vogue from One Bad Son. Welcome to Different Stages Radio, Shane. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And you can put it however you want. Frontman, lead singer, whatever, whatever you want to use. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Solo artist? Um, sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yeah. I do. yeah. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of turning into your typical uh, modern-day artist where I do a million different things, right? So, um, yeah, the band is still number one music-wise. I, uh, I had put out a, a single on my own uh, a year ago now, something like that. It was like uh, one of those projects that was happening before COVID. And then after the pandemic, it was kind of just something I decided to put out. So, but I'm very happy to be back uh, recording and having an OBS single finally back out. Perfect. But just to touch on that quickly, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, um, was surprised and, and, and enjoyed that shiver track. I thought that was really, really cool. So, oh, thank you so much. Thank and, you. And is that just a one shot, one time only thing, or is that something that might. Well, you know, turn into um, something. I think it's probably going to turn into something. I uh, actually, myself and Tara McLeod, who uh, we did some writing for the new OBS tracks, we've started writing songs together, worked with a couple of country artists. And um, so I'm finding some different places for my kind of solo work to go. So I think it's it's morphed from wanting to be like a, a quote unquote solo project outside the band to more just like. I have a lot of music that I write that just doesn't work for OBS, you know, like uh, write a lot of stuff that it, it could work anywhere. So I'm just kind of finding new places for that to live, whether or not that turns out to be like my personal solo project or something for other people. But I think I have enough of my own stuff written that I think at some point I'll probably maybe even do an EP or something like that. And you know, it's fun to get out and play some, some solo shows here and there. I mean, it's uh, I get to do, uh, I've always said especially with Kurt on the drums. I mean, I get to play, like I'm doing karaoke every night with the best band behind me all the time. Right. So when you go do a solo, um, yeah, it's a bit different when it's just you and a guitar and, uh, you have no one to blame but yourself when mistakes are made. <laughs> but it's kind of a nice release. I'm sure, you know, just a way to, cool. you know, just share a bit more of yeah. your person, you know, your personality and that sort of thing. 
Yeah, it's cool. And honestly, like, uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get into this, but uh, coming back to write with Kurt and write in a band situation again, it was cool to do some stuff on my own because I realized how much I missed a band dynamic. Sorry, a band dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think being in a band for almost 20 years, you're. I was getting a little. Sometimes you feel like writing with a bunch of other people can be stifling. And I was feeling that way. And then I went and wrote on my own, which is sort of liberating. But then you start to miss having those other people and those other voices. And you realize um, very quickly that it's the magic of a band. And having different personalities contribute to songs. It really makes some amazing magic happen. I mean, I've written stuff on my own that I'm happy with. Like, Thanks for saying that about Shiver. It was a cool song that kind of happened at a certain time in my life. And really proud of it loved how it turned out um but there's just something about that magic when a band is really firing and especially when you're writing together and it comes together in a collaborative way yeah it's 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 cool writing on your own but that kind of magic is just uh yeah it's it's very different very special so you feel like you're maybe entering chapter two now with one bad son as far as new band members it's been six years like where did that go that's <laughs> I know, I know. What's that? Kurt, Kurt and I just, yeah. We were just talking about that like six years ago. I feel like we released Raging Bull yesterday. Like, yeah. It feels like yesterday that it hit number one and it was this amazing moment in our career. And boom, yeah, six years later. Um, but you hit the nail on the head. It, it really feels like, um, it really does feel like uh, not even chapter two, more of a new beginning, like a, a rebirth almost. Like, can really we really see this, the whole first part of our career as a whole, like from, from when the band started to moving out to Vancouver, getting signed to a label, um, getting hit songs all the way up to that. Number one, um, really felt like a, a space and time, you know? And then after that, and with the pandemic, I mean, we needed a break just physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, and now like Kurt and I, Honestly, we've never written better together. We never had so much fun playing music. I think there was an awakening when we decided to keep, just keep going, especially, like we shut down during the pandemic. We realized we need to give me some time and why bother trying to zoom right and stuff. We were just burned out. So we're like, if things are shut down anyways, let's just take a break. Uh, And it turned out to be the best thing to do because coming out of it now, writing together, it just feels so fresh, so new and exciting. And also I think, I think probably because of the pandemic and having it like really taken away from you when it's not really your choice, you really realize what a special thing it is to have a band, to go play music, to write with your friends. Like, you know, that stuff can go away after 17 years of grinding, right? Like you sort of, you can just lose the script. Um, but now, yeah, it feels so special, so new. Yeah, it really is. Like and with Terry and Ryan, Terry and Ryan fitting in perfectly. Yeah, amazing. I mean, it's a really cool. Like, it's taken Kurt and I a while to get our heads around the concept of, um, you know, we were always four people against the world. Like, very, like we're like we want to be Led Zeppelin, you know. <laughs> um, and then when our longtime bass player Adam Grant left. Uh, it was kind of the first time that that dynamic obviously changed. And then um, when when Hicks left just at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, 
it's taken us a little while to realize that the band really is the two of us. You know, we've been in it for almost 20 years and now we have these amazing people like Cooley's been playing with us for just, he started playing with us just before the pandemic. Um, so he's really, he's written with us now. He's played a lot of shows. Uh, and Tara, uh, she hasn't played any shows with us yet because she has like Kitty and uh, her country project, Nice Horse. So she's super busy. Um, but to write with the both of them and our new producer, Brian Montcars, yeah, like it's cool to get that new blood in there and very, they're very different than our other bandmates just in, in uh, tastes and stuff like that. So, yeah, very fresh and very, very cool and, and has brought out some new things in Kurt and I, which is great, you know. And honestly, I will say this, they are the okay. chillest people. Perfect. They are the chillest. Chill is oh, good. Chill, chill is always good. <laughs> yes. And it's cool and, and, and not in a kind of uh, like not in any kind of like power trip way, but they're like, this is your band. Like you and Kurt have been growing this since 2004. So, we don't have this policy like it's our way or the highway, but they're very like, we're on board what you guys want to do. Let's do it. And they have full voice. So we want to hear everybody's take on what we should do. Like, um, like I said, everybody was in on the writing. So that was really cool. But it's kind of neat to just be like Kurt and I have sort of this final say and like him and I get together and decide what we want to do. And everybody's on board. And it's, uh, it's a new way of operating. For sure, uh, when you have just two people kind of making those big decisions, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it, it's nice. And then you just take everybody's opinions that, that we—I mean, we love those two and respect their opinions. Same with our Brian Montcars, amazing. So uh, we have a very—I gush about it all day because it's like the best, most fun we've ever had in the studio. So we're very, yeah. Uh, you're Perfect. kind of just like you feel so, mm-hmm. yeah, you feel so energized when you have that much positive energy in a band, you know? And new label too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we That's a big change, signed, huh? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We just signed a new office out of Toronto. So, uh, very cool. Yeah. Big things just kind of, yeah. And they work with the headstones as well. Correct. And yeah. the trues, uh, the trues. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got a lot of great, they're a great Canadian rock label. And, um, you know, I, I won't get into the, uh, I won't go down the dark and dangerous. Oh, oh, no. oh come on, come on. Come on, come on. Labels. <laughs> come on. You threw the anecdote well, out there. Yeah. You know what? I'll say yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and not throwing shade at anybody, but mm-hmm. honestly, I think rock and roll is its own thing. You know, it's not pop music. It's not country. It's, you know, it, it's like, it's its own animal in a way. And, um, I think that our old label, as good as we did there, and they did a lot of stuff for us, sometimes I think we weren't, you get the feeling like people don't really know how to deal with you because, mm. like I said, rock and roll, it's, it's just its own thing. It works. Uh, I mean, all, all the music industry obviously has similarities, but rock and roll is very unique. Um, and no one accomplished it right off the bat. Like They get it. They get the band. Um, they love the songs. And that's the number one thing you want with a record label is that they actually give you music, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, very cool to be on, like, a very rock-focused label, and especially in Canada, right? Because Canadian rock is the best there is. There you so. go, yeah. And you, and you got the new single. we got to talk yeah. about the new single, which we're going Absolutely. to... I'm, I'm purposely delaying this episode. For, so for, for those insiders who want to know, we're, we're recording this on the, um, September 15th. The single debuts on the 29th. Yeah. So we will coincide this interview with the... 
the release of the single, uh, I Come Alive. Right. What can you tell us about the song? Well, I've heard it too, though, and it was uh, awesome. I dug the new, new track, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I was going to say, yeah. I was going to ask you, yes. uh, so you have heard it. Yes. You dug it? That's yes, awesome. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like you wouldn't tell me if you didn't, but I appreciate that too. <laughs> no, it, it, it was it was solid. Like it was a comfortable, just good, good welcome back song. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's what it felt like writing it. I mean, it's kind of we kind of went into this with like, um, what's the best way to say this? Like letting the new version of who we are as humans and as a band just kind of happen, as opposed to like, okay, like let's. It's kind of our comeback. Like let's write a song about X. Like it just kind of let it happen, you know, musically, the lyrics. Um, and it just kind of encompasses sort of, I mean, it's where our headspace was uh, when I was working on the lyrics, my headspace kind of went to this just like feeling of rebirth. Right. And it's that it was the feeling I think as, as lockdowns and stuff were easing and, and things like just, and more than the pandemic, even it was just like the, talking to Kurt again about music and just him and I kind of hitting music again on a, on a level like friends, you know, and not talking business, but talking like music, art and that sort of, it just felt like, like life was being breathed back into us uh, musically. And so that's really what the song's about is like, um, it's a song about letting go. You know, I think when we hit, uh, when we got our number one, it was an amazing moment. It was great. Like no regrets about, uh, you know, it's an amazing feeling for a band from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan to, to have a number one hit in this country. It was amazing. But at that point, you know, we'd been in it so long that you, you I know I was really losing track. You know, you have like, it's label business. It's, you're talking singles, money, all these things like what's the next tour like what who are we opening for what are we headlining how many people can you get into this room it, it the art and i think you'll find many musicians say the same thing 20 years in the art starts to disappear and you, you especially in the modern industry because you're doing so much stuff yourself um you know that you just lose the plot you know and you're not writing songs saying, Hey guys, like, what, what are we into? Like, who's got a riff? Like, what, what are you guys listening to? Like, let's, uh, mm -hmm. it becomes like, what's the next hit? Like, what's our next radio single? And that really added up honestly. And so with that being over and kind of moving through that point, like I said, coming back, Kurt and I just, it's like, it's a true friendship again. Like it's, you know, we've always been brothers in music, you know? And so, mm -hmm. That's what I come alive is. It's like just let go of that that bullshit, you know, of of the the business. I mean, of course, you have to do the business side of the industry. That's part of the game. But when it comes to the creativity, it's just like let it go. Like wherever you're heading, let that happen. Like like you know, you're just taking those uh, controls you put on yourself of what mm -hmm. you're supposed to sound like. What what are the bands that are hitting right now? We have to sound like that. Like just getting rid of that kind of thinking and just like letting go, letting it happen. You know, just let it pour out. Now, now is it exactly? Yeah. Now is this tracked in just to taunt everyone? You know, to taunt all the fans. <laughs> like, is there is there going to be an actual full length album to soon follow, or or are you just baiting everybody? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? That's a great question. Yeah. 
you know what? Yeah. That's actually part of it. And, and like, honestly, we're mm-hmm. living that song right now. So we don't have, uh, like, we have enough for an EP basically recorded. But even that, we sort of took the pressure off. I mean, it's a very new era of, of releasing music, right? Um, mm-hmm. Costs a lot of money to put a full-length album out. So uh, there was a point where we were looking at all the funding ourselves. And um, we just said, let's forget about an album. Let's just write a few great songs. And so we did that, and that came very easily, and it was like super fulfilling. And so we're just kind of doing that. We, we've been writing more tunes. So I'm sure there will be a full album at some okay. point. When that is, it's just like enjoy the next song and then enjoy the next one. Enjoy some shows. We're holding um, you to it. Yeah. We're holding you to it. <laughs> But yeah, you said hey, shows. Yeah, yeah. So I see shows. You got shows happening in Alberta and Saskatchewan in November, December, correct? Uh, yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. And are we expanding beyond that, or is that just something to get you warmed up and get you back into the touring thing? Yeah, you know what? We're going to be um, again. It's a bit of a loose grip because uh, you know Kurt has um, Kurt has uh, like he's a, an entertainment lawyer. Uh, I draw comic books full time now, also. So we have a lot of balance going on. So our, our ability to um, like go on the road for three, four, five months at a time is a bit more limited. So we're kind of picking our spots to like do some great shows in sort of shorter spurts. Um, but you never know what happens if we get an offer for something longer and, and can make it happen. But uh, we're going to be playing a lot more, but it might be more kind of shorter stints um, more often. So It keeps you more fresh and more vibrant and... <laughs> It's, yeah, honestly, yeah. it's cool. And yeah. like I said, it's a new, it, it is very much a new industry. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'll tell you, it's not cheap driving across Canada. And it, it never no, was. No, no. It's, it's harder now. So, well, I'm hearing uh, the horror stories. Not, yeah, I'm hearing the horror stories of bands even just trying to get drivers, never mind the cost of actual renting vans or buses and that. Like, just can you find somebody to drive? <laughs> well, and you know what? It's yeah. like, our whole career we've driven ourselves and we've had to, you know, we've done, I think the longest nonstop drive that the band did, the four of us was 70 hours straight. We had to get back home and drive through the night and, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, but I get it. You know, Kurt and I have talked about that for new bands. I mean, you know, we'd get in our van and take off for two, three weeks and drive all around playing anywhere we could play, getting paid nothing. Um, I don't like to do it now with, the gas prices, what they are, and everything else is, you know, it, it costs a lot for a band to get out on the road for sure. Man. But we're not afraid to do it. No, no, so. no. But when you, when you, yeah. but I'm thinking back to years ago, because I'm curious about these, because I know a bit of these just when you did these shows, but I'd like to hear your take of, you know, looking back when you had those massive opening opportunities when you got to play with the Stones. Like, that's ridiculous. And, crazy, and Judas yeah, Priest and Def Leppard, like, that's, things that people only ever dream of any yeah. any interesting memories or little stories you can oh, tell no. for any of those that they're, they're yeah you know things <laughs> things you things you'll take you'll never forget well i'll tell you, you know you're right like it's uh def leopard was our first arena shows so you know that's kind of that's one of those moments that um no matter how I, i'll say this like you could be as jaded as you want but there's certain moments where you're like oh shit like this is I've thought about this since I was a kid, right? Like walking out onto an arena stage with that crowd. I mean, coming from playing the smallest bars to, you know, we were already playing some decent sized clubs, but nothing feels like walking out into an arena crowd. It's, it's crazy. And then 
for me personally, um, my favorite story was that uh, when we opened for Priest, um, uh, Rob Halford came backstage and he met us and stuff, which is very rare. Like, you know, oftentimes like we, we chatted to the Def Leppard guys a bit. You know, you meet like we opened for Shinedown and they were super cool. They all kind of said, hey, but, you know, they're all busy. They're, you know, they're on tour too. It's not like a big hang backstage, right? So you don't always really see people that much. But Halford came in introduced himself like came right into our dressing room said hey hung out it was it was super cool i was like you know total fanboy moment um but that night he he didn't watch us play the first night and the second night um we were playing retribution blues and at that point i was doing this big scream at the end of retribution blues like uh, just letting it go and so uh <laughs> i i was up i have this thing that that has been dubbed the ego riser I didn't make up that name, but okay. I think it's some, I guess it's, I'm a lead singer, so I, my ego's not big enough, so I need a, I need a box to stand on yeah, to make sure everyone can see me. I get up on the ego riser, and I'm, and at this point, like, the music comes down, and I just have this big moment, I let out this big scream, and I looked over, and like, no shit, Rob Halford's standing right there, watching, it was like the one time he came out to watch, and I'm like, man, it's like, Halford's there, and I'm about to scream my ass off, and I, felt a little like lump in my throat right because i'm like it, it just kind of surprised me but i i kept my shit together and i i, I let off so it was a cool moment to know that uh you know alfred watched a couple twos and they got mm-hmm. to see me hit this big like priest like scream that was super cool and you're like really what's cool. this like where, where do you go from there oh, like that's it you're just okay i'll go home now i'm done <laughs> oh yeah honestly um <laughs> And we would have gone home, but our yeah. van broke down that night, so oh. we got stuck. <laughs> Bit of a painkiller there, huh? Oh, it, that was absolutely yeah, yeah. good reference. There you go. But no, that was a, that was a moment, man. That was like um, it, it kind of one of those, yeah. like an out of body experience, right? Like an absolute, just like that. That was something else. Yeah. Where it feels like all the hard work, everything that you plowed through, it's like there we go. Okay, finally getting some some payoff now. Those totally, intangibles. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously in life, there's so much more than the money you're making, you know, and th- in that moment, you're not worried about what, what chart position your songs had. Like, you're just like, you got into it for this shit for big moments. And also like, that's just a rock, that's a rock and roll moment, you know, with like the metal God right there. I mean, it's just, yeah, you couldn't script it better for my own life. Like it was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was something else. And how about the stones? Any stones uh, memories? I mean, it was, it was a great show. We yeah. never met them. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they're fly in, fly out. Uh, I know, like, Glorious Sons were, they went on tour with them a little bit. I think they might have met them once. But okay. This, you know, they, uh, <laughs> I don't think the Stones are hanging out back. No, 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 no. But a good but experience, though. So, yeah. Oh, dude, it was, yeah. it was amazing. Like, the lineup of bands was amazing. We had a great show. And then um, it, it was a neat show because, like, from a musician standpoint, you're like, yeah, you know, the band actually selected, like they were, they heard our track and they selected the bands that were on the bill. So it was kind of neat to know that whether or not Mick actually like listened to us and, and selected us. I like to think of that. But, uh, so from a musician standpoint, it was like, holy shit, we're playing with the stones, like right on, you know, what a dream, like this is a dream made. But then after the show, it was a great show. And then, we went out and hung out and watched the stones. Like I've never seen the stones. Uh, mm. My wife was there. It was just like a magical moment and 80,000 people, right. 
we were right in the middle of the crowd. So you kind of had your, like a, a bit of a dream come true as a musician, but then as like a fan, you know, and shortly after Charlie passed away and, and you, you then realized like, wow, what a special moment. Like not only did we mm-hmm. play that show, but you were actually at that show and like got to see the, the band and yeah, it was something else. It was, it, yeah, it looked around a couple times while they were playing. You look at that crowd and you think, man, is there, it, there'll never be a band like that. No, 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 never, no. You know? But now you're in chapter two, so you need to build some new memories and some new experiences. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Iron Maiden's on your calendar. I see they're playing in hey. Alberta in, in a couple of weeks. So you might. I would love that. <laughs> hey, you never know. Like, you honestly, never, when, we got, yeah. when we got the call for Def Leppard, we got, yeah. we got a phone call on a Thursday, and they said, Monday, can you be on this tour? So they happen like that. And we, you're not going to say no. no. Like, whatever you had planned, you've got to cancel it. We're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the new single, I Come Alive, new single, I Come Alive, we don't want to forget about that, so we're going to premiere that on Different Stages Radio. Really want to thank my guest today, Sean Connery Volk, sorry, Shane Connery, I'm sure you get that a lot, Shane Connery Volk, not not a bad thing. I will never, ever complain about people. No, 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 no. But I appreciate you, you joining so me. Thank you for having me. This is great. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's just nice, casual, good hangout, and we'll we'll help spread the word of One Bad Sun. Be sure to catch them live this fall in Alberta and Saskatchewan. I think there's going to be more dates. I just had this. Right. I, th- I think there, there will be. There may be more in the works. Yeah, there may be more in the works. Uh, there, there will be. Yeah, so stay tuned to the One Bad Sun <laughs> Facebook page, One Bad Sun site. Instagram. Yeah, go to our website. It's all there. OneBadSun.com will take you everywhere. Much appreciated. Stay well. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Do it again. Cheers.
I'm Shane Connery Volk from One Bad Son. You're listening to Different Stages Radio.
Hello again, and welcome back to Different Stages Radio. I'm JJ, and uh, I'm hoping that you enjoyed that uh, interview that I did with Shane Connery Voke. So you checked out the audio. Thank you very much. If you'd like a video variety of that to see too, you can go to uh, the Different Stages Radio YouTube page, and you can see the full video interview with Shane Connery Voke. So I thank him very much, and um, we're, we will perhaps do another interview with him down the road when... One Bad Son release future singles because that seems to be their, their uh, current game plan is that they have a few singles in their pocket. So they're going to spread those out and I think each time they release one, I think we will chat about that. So you heard the interview and then I followed up the interview with their brand new single. That's One Bad Son. The track is I Come Alive. That came out on September 29th. And then I followed it up with a Shane Connery Voke um, solo track. He released a track last year called Shiver. So I spun that for you. And then I followed that up with some Godsmack, um, who I've yet to play on the show. Because if you remember back at the start of the show, I said this episode is about playing bands and artists that have yet to be played on different stages radio. So played some brand new Godsmack. You heard Soul on Fire from Lighting Up the Sky. And... If you don't know, Godsmack are on tour right now. They'll be playing in Abbotsford, British Columbia on October 10th. And our friends at Live Nation, British Columbia, are taking care of Different Stages Radio. We have two pairs of tickets to give away for that show. 
So go to diff- uh, go to differentstagesradio.com. Reminding you as always, check out the contests and giveaways page and learn how you can win a pair of tickets to the show. And I'm going to do this as a test. I'm going to do this as a test drive. So there are rules involved with winning most tickets. That's just generally how it is. So you'll see that there's rules involved on how to win the Godsmack tickets on differentstagesradio.com. But for this episode, I'm going to throw this in as a bonus to see who's listening. So this episode, all material that has yet to be played, but there might be one band that was actually played on a previous episode. If you can email info at differentstagesradio.com, again, that is info, I-N-F-O, at differentstagesradio.com, and tell me, say, JJ, no, you played this one band on this episode. On the previous one, I'll give you a pair of tickets to that show. And if you need even guidance, you can go dig through all the archive set lists because they're all on there. It's not like, oh, I don't remember. There's there's ways you can find out with with very, very little uh, digging. So hope you win some. That was some Godsmack for you. Again, thanks to Live Nation for helping us out with that. So we're going to wrap up uh, this week's show going a bit more left field. Something I, I like to try to find something a bit different to close out the shows. And um, something that might have fit with a set, you know, might have, this track could have very well worked with an earlier set. And the artist is Idis Evanson, a pianist from Iceland. She is on tour right now doing some handful of North American dates. She'll be in Vancouver on October 12th and in Seattle on October 13th. I will go see both of those shows. I think you should hear some for, you know, it's stuff that once again that I dig for when I don't know really what I want to hear. I kind of want something on um, that just lets me veg. So I kind of dig this. So I'm going to leave this week's episode of Different Stages Radio with Idis Evanson. And I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. And also, we hit a bit, bit of a landmark last week. I know it may not seem like much, but we had hit our official 1000 legit downloads of the show and you can combine that amount by probably three four times amount being a bit on the actually on more on the on the conservative vibe of people listening to the show so there's a streaming amount which it's hard to get the actual amount since since i don't do the the s place where you can stream stuff um but anyways, yeah, so all in all, very pleased with the numbers. So I thank you for paying attention. I thank you for spreading the word of Different Stages Radio. And I will see you and hear you next week. <laughs>